here we are in October, and although we've been experiencing some warmer weather, and today we're sitting already at 23 degrees, that, you know, the cool weather is going to be coming around. And most Ontario residents can expect a steep increase in their heating bill this winter. Natural gas prices will be skyrocketing across North America. Dan McTagg was on the show last week, told us that. And Enbridge Gas um, upped its rates on October the 1st. You may or may not be aware of that, but the company says a typical customer using natural gas will see their annual bill increase by 57 to $81, depending on where you live. And that's why I'd like to welcome to the show our guest, John Smool, he's the managing editor of Rates.com and a little bit of an energy-efficient uh, guru. Welcome to the show, John. Great to have you on. Hey, Kelly. Thanks for having me. When did you first get interested in becoming uh, a guru in the world of energy efficiency, I guess? <laughs> well, I hope the title guru fits, uh, but it, ha- it started happening when we bought our home uh, in the Leslieville neighborhood uh, which uh, our home's a century home. Uh, it was built in the 1920s. And obviously, uh, you know, what we loved about it was that a lot of the original uh, character of the home had been preserved, uh, including the front windows. Uh, you know, but the problem is that with all that character came a lot of drafts. And we noticed uh, right away the first month we moved in, um, even though it was in April, uh, that uh, our heating bills were quite high. Our energy bills were quite high. So after that, I kind of uh, I went about uh, doing a lot of research to figure out, OK, how can we preserve the character of the home, but really fix this sky high uh, heating bill situation? And and all this time later, here I am. And so you have some uh, tips to pass on. And I'm pretty excited about this because I am pretty much living the same life that you uh, have been living with your wife. My husband and I bought into uh, you know a, a home built in the 20s. And we have done nothing with it yet, um, despite the fact that they are built well. And, you know, there is some heating loss. So tell us what you did to save some uh, some cash here when it comes to making your home more energy efficient. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a long list. Uh, I, I think one of the first things I'll, I'll highlight uh, that we actually did this year that I recommend a lot of people do because uh, they might not be aware of it is applied for the Canada Green Energy uh, Homes Program which is a new federal program uh, that was just announced earlier this year. And that essentially covers up to $5,000 of an energy efficiency upgrade you make to your home. It also covers the $600 to hire an energy auditor to come into your home, see what's going on, um, see if the windows are leaking, see if, uh, if, you know, maybe your attic's not insulated and you're losing a lot of heat through the top. Uh, you know, they'll come in, tell you what's wrong, uh, and, and usually they cost around $600 uh, to do that audit, and that will be covered by this program. And then John, can I just rec- interrupt for two seconds? Yes, um, Was it hard to find that, that person that was qualified to come in, and did it take a while to get them to come in and do the energy audit? Uh, so not too hard to find because luckily the program recommends some companies for you to work with, although you can choose to work with your own as well. I would say it takes a very long time to be, well, not very long, but it takes a longer time to be approved uh, for the loan. Um, so it okay. took about eight weeks for us. So that's something to be mindful of. Um, I, I would ask a lot of questions definitely to of anyone who comes into your home. But the great Like what, is, John? Give us the heads up because we have you as a little cheat sheet. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, so whatever recommendation they do, uh, fully figure out not just the cost, but the time to do it. There are some things you want to do in your home. There are some things that might be recommended for your home that you don't want to do in the winter, right? You don't want to punch out your windows in the winter um, while you're still living in your home, right? So, so ask a lot of questions. What is, how long does this upgrade take? What are you going to do to my house? Uh, for instance, we had a friend who got a new um, ductless, split ductless air conditioning system. And uh, she, she started freaking out when they started drilling into the foundation of her home to run pipes, right? That hadn't been told ahead of time. Ask a lot of questions to see the extent of whatever mm-hmm. retrofit or energy efficiency upgrade will be done. Was that for the, just not to get too specific, but they, did they drill in because you need some sort of place for the water to go to a drainage situation? Okay. Yeah. For that, for that particular um, unit, uh, it was an air conditioning system and and the coolant cables run from the uh, inside unit to the outside unit. Right. Right. Um, And as well for the electrical. So, um, so a new cable had to be drilled for the electrical. So, so you know, there are all these things that can happen that you definitely want to say, what's the process going to be like? What, how long is it going to take? Are there any additional costs? Are there risks? But, um, you know, as far as tips, you know, there's, there's that rebate program. But there are sm- you don't have to apply to a huge government rebate program, right? You might say, I don't have anything in my home that I want to upgrade right now. What are some small tips? There are a ton of tiny tips you can do. Uh, to save yourself some money. So for instance, a lot of people might not know that appliances and and gaming consoles and even your TV set box, they passively draw power even if you're not using them, especially cable TV boxes. Uh, Even if you don't have your TV on, if the cable box is on, yes, it will draw power and a surprising amount of power. So uh, a good habit is if you're, you know, you have a cable top box, you're not using it, don't just turn off your TV, turn that off as well. Um, if you have uh, gaming consoles and, and, and a bunch of stuff like Apple TV uh, plugged into an electrical power bar, make a habit of turning off that power bar if you're not using them anymore, right? There are some things you don't want to turn off, like your Wi-Fi. You probably want to keep that on all the time. Right. Um, but if you have a, a variety of appliances plugged into an electric power bar, that could be one little switch that you can turn off. As but John, well, like, um, how much are you going to save on something like that? Did you did you crunch be, the numbers? It'll be small. I mean, you're not you're okay. not talking about thousand dollars a year, right? You might be, but it's something a hundred dollars a year. But but these little actions add up as well. You okay. know, um, hot water will be one of the highest uh, cost items that uh, you use, um, and wherever you can cut out hot water, that works. And I'm not recommending taking cold showers, although that will save you some money. Uh, but but simple things like instead of running your washer cycle on hot, you can run it on cold, right? Uh, get a cold water detergent and you're all set. Um, that's another thing that will save you, save you a little bit of money. So, so these, little, these little things, these little uh, habit changes can all add up to save you, uh, you, know, you know, a few hundred dollars every year, if not more. Let's talk about lowering your thermostat and what you've learned there. Yeah, definitely. So um, <laughs> the lower your thermostat, um, in, in the winter, uh, obviously, um, you are going to save money. But during the summer, uh, especially now that summers have become so humid and so hot, a lot of people run their ACs uh, relentlessly. And, and, and the thing about ACs is uh, people will actually be surprised to find that there are rebate programs on, on getting uh, more efficient ACs. So that uh, rebate program I mentioned earlier from the federal government, that program can help cover the cost of the AC. Now, you have to make sure that the AC itself is also a heat pump. 
Um, so the, the federal program really covers that, that dual model. Um, but you can save quite a bit of money by upgrading your old inefficient leaky air conditioner system to a new one through uh, rebates off- offered by the federal government. And I understand that if you don't want to, you know, replace your air conditioning unit, if you lower your thermostat by one degree in the winter, pull out that cozy sweater, you uh, your savings could jump an average of 5%. That's That's pretty impressive. Yeah, absolutely. As I said, you know, um, if you're willing to live with a little bit of a colder house, I mean, that's another bit, small change in your in your habit that can lead, lead to an incredibly large saving. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and every degree you go down, you don't want to be living in, you know, three degree, a three degree house. But, um, you know, if, if you're comfortable around, a, you know, let's say, 22, 21, and, and you go down a couple degrees, it's going to result in considerable savings. That's one of the biggest ways that you can save money. It could cost you more in a divorce hearing uh, <laughs> because men and women tend to uh, appreciate different temperatures in a house. But, you know, uh, just throwing that out there. It's been a pleasure talking to you, John. Thanks yes. so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Kelly. Have a great day.